Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Southbound 270 still slows getting onto the inner loop of the Beltway headed past 355 where the crash was cleared out of the way. Uh, that inner loop delay begins near Old Georgetown Road. The outer loop is still slow coming off of southbound 95 all the way around to Georgia Avenue or onto the inner loop of the Beltway that takes you all the way toward the Baltimore-Washington Parkway where there was a wreck along the left side. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, W. WTOP traffic. And here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Eileen Whalen. After a freezing cold start to this Wednesday, temperatures will be climbing out of the 30s into the 40s by late morning. And high temperatures today will be around 50 degrees. So a smidge above average for this time of year. We've got uh, just a few high clouds in the forecast through the afternoon. Otherwise, clear skies through the evening and overnight hours with overnight lows between 25 and 32. Tomorrow, late day clouds with highs in the middle 50s. I'm 7 News meteorologist. Eileen Whalen in the First Alert Weather Center. 33 degrees at Reagan National now, 34 at BWI Marshall, and 32 at Dulles. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Coming up. A man convicted of murder is appointed to D.C.'s sentencing commission. What supporters and detractors are saying. Flashback to that earlier time D.C. lost a sports team to Virginia. I'm Neil Augenstein. Tensions continue to increase between volunteer firefighters and the chief in Prince George's. I'm John Doman. Class is back in session with an hour-long season three premiere of ABC's Abbott Elementary. I'm Jason Fraley. Nine o'clock on WTOP. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We begin in Florida, where the state Supreme Court begins hearing arguments this hour on a request by the Attorney General to keep an abortion rights measure off the November ballot there. Laura Goodhue heads Florida Planned Parenthood. If the voters approve it in November, would limit government interference in our abortion decisions. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Florida currently allows abortions up to 15 weeks, less than Roe v. Wade allowed, but far better than most red states that either ban abortion outright or limit it to six weeks. This Florida measure is trying to change the law to bring it back to the Roe v. Wade's 24-week fetus viability standard. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Tel Aviv where he briefed Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu on a new U.S. bid to pause the fighting in Gaza. We now have a response from Hamas to the proposal that was put on the table. The way forward, we're looking at it intensely. It includes a hostage prisoner exchange that would include senior Hamas militants in Pakistan. Bombs ripped through two separate political offices, killing at least 29 people. The BBC's Caroline Davies from Islamabad. The first explosion happened in Pashin district in Baluchistan. We understand from officials that this was outside the offices of someone who is an independent candidate running in tomorrow's general elections here in Pakistan. And we understand that he was taking a meeting with other uh, party officials at the time. A political embarrassment for Nikki Haley. She lost Nevada's Republican presidential primary to a none-of-the-above option. Her campaign says Haley didn't bother to play a game rigged for Donald Trump. President Biden's urging Congress to, quote, show some spine 
and stand up to Mr. Trump on immigration policy. But top Senate Republicans, including Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, are declaring a bipartisan border compromise dead. Most of our members feel that we're not going to be able to make a law here. And if we're not going to be able to make a law, they're reluctant to go forward. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he still plans to hold a test vote today. Sixty years ago this day... 3,000 screaming teenagers are at New York's Kennedy Airport to greet, you guessed it, the Beatles. Reporters clamored around. Did you get a haircut at all? No. No, 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 thanks. I had one yesterday. (laughs) Beatlemania culminated with an appearance two days later on The Ed Sullivan Show on CBS. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 9.03 on Wednesday, February 7th. We're at 37 degrees now with sunshine. More of it on the way and highs around 50. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Our top local story we're following after unanimously approving an anti-crime bill meant to rein in spikes in violent crimes. The D.C. Council also voted to appoint a convicted murderer to the commission that drafts and changes criminal sentencing guidelines. Councilmember Trayon White backed the nomination of Joel Castone. He is a very intelligent man uh, with a renewed perspective. Um, There was some pushback uh, about his nomination, um, but I want to say that uh, he's paid his debt to society. In fact, he's probably uh, created a a number of relationships, learned experiences uh, that give him uh, the information on how to give guidance to this commission. Castone will be one of 12 voting members on the Sentencing Commission and the first who has served time in prison. D.C.'s U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves has voiced concern that Castone's appointment will lead to lighter sentences as the district is struggling to bring down its murder rate. We've told you about crowded neighborhoods being one big challenge for building a proposed arena at Potomac Yard, but could things be especially bad for Metro riders, too? A report shows the Potomac Yard Metro Station could see extreme crowding with waits of 60 to 90 minutes after events if no significant improvements to the station are made. Nick Donahue with Capital Transportation Consulting presented the report. It will be a crowded station, but it will be able to you know, accomplish its goal of helping everyone get on the metro and leave by that area. And just to kind of compare that, you know, the Navy Yard station is a similar station. It's actually only on one, uh, serves only one line there, and it typically moves about 20,000 fans on game days. And just as a reminder, Nats Park is double the size of the anticipated arena here. The report suggests visitors could park at nearby metro stations such as Huntington and take metro the rest of the way. While there is controversy over the possibility of the Caps and Wizards moving to that new arena in Potomac Yard, this would not be the first time a D.C. pro sports team moved to Virginia. WTOP's Neil Augenstein talked with a local sportscasting legend about an earlier time and what people in our area thought about it. It was 1969. The Young American Basketball Association, with its red, white, and blue ball and three-point shot, came to Washington and became the Washington Caps. Their star was Rick Barry. He was the marquee guy. Sportscaster Johnny Holiday. But the ABA's Washington Caps played in the dingy Washington Coliseum 
where the Beatles had played. There could be a couple of thousand people, maybe for a ball game. They could be 500 people for a ball game. The next year, the owner moved the team to the Virginia Beach area to become the Virginia Squires. People around here weren't surprised. There just weren't enough fans to support the ABA. The holiday says Rick Barry didn't want to go. When he said, I don't want my kids to grow up with a southern accent, well, that did not sit well with anybody. The Virginia Squire soon signed Julius Irving, Dr. J. He basically put that franchise on the map. And in 1973, Abe Poland moved the NBA's Baltimore Bullets into the Washington market at the old Capitol Center. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. And back to the Beatles for just a second. We've been telling you they first came to America on this day in 1964. They played their first show at the Washington Coliseum four days later. Very cool. Prince George's County's professional fire department relies on and oversees numerous volunteers. And tensions between the two are boiling over, leading to concerns that there will be fewer firefighters to respond to calls. The frustration is, is continues to grow. Lee Lutz is the president of the Prince George's County Volunteer Fire and Rescue Association, which last week issued a blistering statement several pages long, critical of Fire Chief Tiffany Green. They need the volunteers but they seem to continue to just push them away. He says the county makes recruiting too hard and also imposes restrictions on how they can spend the money they raise while also wanting a bigger cut from ambulance fees. Now, Prince George's County says there are lots of misunderstandings of the law in that right inaccuracies in what the volunteers are saying. But the county says it is reviewing the proposed changes to ambulance billing revenue. It's also implementing a plan to speed up the recruitment process. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. Do you? You still go into a bank? One big bank bets big that D.C. customers do. I'm Jeff Clayball. 908. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's check in with Rita in the traffic center. Well, keep an eye out on the Beltway in Maryland. It was the interloop after the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. There had been a wreck along the left side. So you're still seeing delays coming off of southbound 95 onto the interloop headed toward the Parkway. Or onto the outer loop headed around past 29 Colesville Road. The earlier wreck that was on the interloop between 355 and Connecticut was moved out of the roadway. But we're still seeing delays uh, on the inner from Old Georgetown Road and on 270 from the Lane Divide trying to join the delay on the interloop of the Beltway. But now we have a problem on the interloop in Prince George's County between Pennsylvania Avenue and Ritchie Marlboro Road. Uh, actually, between Ritchie Marlboro Road and Pennsylvania Avenue on the interloop of the Beltway. That's a report of glass across the roadway. So just keep an eye out there uh, and for any cleanup that may have happened. If you're on the interloop from 210 toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, that is just a volume delay with nothing reported in the roadway. Earlier, it was the outer loop uh, local lanes ramp to northbound Route 1 in Alexandria. The ramp was blocked due to some icy conditions, so they did have to treat the ramp. Not sure if they've managed to reopen it yet. Southbound Connecticut near Independence Street in Aspen Hill. Callers report only the left lane getting by the wreck. Westbound on Maryland 200, the intercounty connector after Lay Hill Road, the right lane gets by the crash. You'll also find 108 between 104 and Montgomery Run Road had been the scene of a wreck. If you're in Virginia, westbound 66 after Nutley Street, stay to the right to get by the crash with delays off of both loops of the Beltway. Uh, eastbound 66 is slow from the Fairfax County Parkway headed past Route 50 and then after Nutley Street headed onto the Beltway to join the delay on the inner loop that was out of Tyson's headed toward the Dulles Toll Road. The WTOP Newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency for the best dining room, living room, and bedroom sets plus brand name mattresses. Regency Furniture affordable never looks so good. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 
Now 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Eileen Whalen. Well, the sunshine that we've been enjoying early this week is going to stick with us today. Mostly sunny skies with high temperatures right around 50 degrees, but definitely still pretty cold out there now. We will see temperatures fall out of the 40s into the 30s later tonight, and overnight lows will be in the 20s in the suburbs to about 32 degrees tomorrow morning in D.C. Tomorrow afternoon, clouds increase, but it'll be a milder day with highs in the mid-50s. As far as rain chances, I think our next best chance for measurable rain comes Monday. Monday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the First Alert Weather Center. 34 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 33 in Silver Spring, and 37 in Foggy Bottom. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. And good morning, Jeff Claybaugh. Good morning, Michelle. Uber is back to pre-pandemic business. Uber rides last quarter up 22% from a year ago. Uber drivers completed 2.6 billion rides last quarter. Uber Eats food deliveries were up 19%. Uber is profitable. We work founder Adam Newman is back, leading a group of investors who want to buy WeWork out of bankruptcy, but WeWork so far has not responded. Newman left the company in 2019 after a botched IPO attempt. Four years ago, WeWork was the biggest private occupier of office space in the D.C. area. It has since cut its locations in half. It filed for bankruptcy last November. At a time when most banks are closing branches, Chase is doing just the opposite. Chase will open 30 more branches in the D.C. area over the next three years and 200 across Virginia, Maryland, and the district. Chase already has 114 branches here, one of the biggest branch networks. Wednesday trading gets underway in Wall Street in just about 19 minutes. Ahead of the open, Dow futures are up 60 points. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Still ahead, the defense secretary is now set to testify before Congress after his secret hospital stay, 912. Think Whole Foods Market for a sizzling Valentine's Day with sales on steak, roses, and more through Valentine's Day. Find deals on delicious desires right now. Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Let's talk about something called T-Mobile Home Internet Lite. What is Lite Internet and who approved that idea? (laughs) Internet Lite is almost like 5G Internet, but once you download a few video games or movies and hit your cap, you get throttled to dial-up speeds, like from the 90s. Bogus. You don't have time for that. You need robust, fast, reliable internet. You need Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Now through March 4th, new customers can get internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for 12 months. You can save $120 over T-Mobile 5G home internet in your first year. Go to Xfinity.com slash call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular internet rates apply. Compares Xfinity Connect more 200 megabit internet to T-Mobile 5G home internet. Actual speeds vary. Your home is special. You want it treated that way when it's time to sell. This is Dave Johnson. You know, that's the way I was treated by Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. My home was special and wanted the most money for it. So I got multiple offers in a few days. Same for Sandy and Mike and Sterling. You have to listen to this. Jennifer and her team brought in more than 26 prospective buyers. A five-way bidding war resulted. Only took two and a half days after listing before they reached an agreement with a buyer for over the asking price. Hey, not only was the entire process lucrative, 
it was also stress-free. That just said, Jennifer and her team will be with you every step of the way from start to finish, likely a quick finish. And you can learn how much your home is worth in only 30 seconds. You heard that right. Just go to JenniferYoungHomes.com and click on Instant Home Value. Have the answer in only 30 seconds. Connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes at 877-611-SELL or go online to JenniferYoungHomes.com. JenniferYoungHomes.com. And consider your home sold. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. Up ahead, baby names. Which ones are popular right now in parts of our region? 914. President Biden has set a bold vision for the future of America's ethanol industry. Mark my words, next 20 years, farmers are going to provide 95% of all the sustainable airline fuel. That vision can only become reality if the Biden administration uses the right scientific modeling for bio-based aviation fuels. Without sustainable aviation fuel made from American-grown ethanol, the Biden administration will not meet its climate goals. Learn more about how ethanol can take the aviation industry to new heights and the importance of getting the modeling right at ethanolrfa.com. Paid for by the Renewable Fuels Association. What if AI could help your agency deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your agency can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your agency. Learn more at ibm.com slash federal. IBM. Let's create. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 915, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin will appear at a House hearing later this month where he's expected to face tough questions about his decision to hide his medical condition from top national security officials. The Pentagon chief has agreed to testify February 29th before the Armed Services Committee. Some Republicans have argued that Austin should lose his job. Last week, he apologized for his handling of his cancer diagnosis and subsequent hospital stay. The popular sitcom Abbott Elementary went on a hiatus because of the Hollywood writer and actor strikes. Tonight, it finally returns for an hour-long season three premiere at 9 p.m. on ABC. WTOP Entertainment editor Jason Fraley gets us caught up. You guys missed a lot. After acing the Emmy test as Best Actress, Quinta Brunson returns as Pollyannish teacher Janine flirting with colleague Gregory Tyler James Williams in the best will they won't they since Jim and Pam in the office. Gregory and I are good. Yeah, no, we're fine. Interesting. Janelle James is also back as pushy principal Ava, who spent the strike studying at Harvard, much to the chagrin of Shirley Ralph's Barbara, Lisa Ann Walters, Melissa, and Chris Perfetti's Jacob. I went to Harvard this summer. I've learned what it truly takes to do the job of a principal. Break it up, slackers. I got cameras all over this joint. She must be stopped. <laughs> I'm so happy class is back in session. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. You may meet a lot of Liams and Charlottes in the future, maybe at playgrounds around here. In Virginia last year, Liam was the most popular name for baby boys and Charlotte for baby girls. The state health department keeps track of these things. It says the other top picks for boys included Noah, James, Oliver, William, and Lucas. For girls, the top names were Emma, Olivia, Sophia, and Amelia. So no uh, John or Michelle in the, uh, you know, Top I did name dig a little deeper, and in the top oh, ten, did? we do have Theodore. So Teddy Gelman is staying hip and relevant, our oh, producer. Oh, our producer, well. So good for him. <laughs> the rest of us are outdated, <laughs> we're unfortunately. Just, we're just old, I oh, guess. Well. 
now a quick look at the top stories we're working on here at WTOP. A tough new bill cracking down on dangerous driving in D.C. gets the green light from city council. America's top diplomats in Israel meeting with leaders on a proposed truce with Hamas. And another round of missile attacks in Ukraine sends the EU's top diplomat into an air raid shelter. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It is 918 time again to check traffic and weather on the 8s and Rita Kessler is watching it all from the traffic center. Yeah, we still have an awful lot of delays in the area right now. It's pretty late in the rush hour, but uh, not really seeing some recovery just yet. The crash, however, in Virginia on westbound 66 after Nutley Street has cleared. Travel lanes are open. You are seeing delays from the Beltway. We also have eastbound delays on 66 from the Fairfax County Parkway passing Route 50 and then near Nutley Street. Try and head on to the Beltway. This is within a delay that begins before Route 50 headed past 66 trying to make your way toward the toll road. It was Telegraph Road to ramp to westbound Duke Street. There had been a broken down vehicle on the ramp, so watch out in case that is still the case. Northbound 28, the ramp to the toll road, the right lane was blocked with the wreck. While in Maryland on Connecticut Avenue, southbound near Independence Street, the left lane was getting by the crash. Westbound Maryland 200, the intercounty connector after Lay Hill Road, uh, they had stopped all traffic to move some vehicles around, so watch out for which side of the roadway is now blocked. If you are, in fact, moving again. Westbound 214 at Garrett A. Morgan Boulevard. The lanes are under police direction due to the icy conditions, so they are treating things there. Also, 108 between 104 and Montgomery Run Road in Columbia was the scene of a crash. Inbound Clara Barton Parkway before the chain bridge. They've cleared that broken down vehicle. Watch for remaining delays trying to head toward Canal Road. Uh, on the Beltway, it was the outer loop of the Beltway between Pennsylvania Avenue and Ritchie Marlboro Road. There was a report of glass across the entire roadway, so watch for any cleanup going on there. There is a little bit of a delay in that direction. Heading into the district, southbound DC 295 slows off the BW Parkway to East Capitol Street. Northbound I-295 heavy from Malcolm X Avenue on to the inbound 11th Street Bridge. You're also going to see uh, the delay on the inbound Suitland Parkway trying to head toward Firth Strolling and the Douglas Bridge. Also, on the outbound 14th Street Bridge trying to head toward Route 1 in Crystal City. Looks like they are starting to set up that work along the right side, so you're sticking to the left side, which is why you're starting to see delays after the 3rd Street Tunnel. During the BMW President's Day sales event, Lisa 2024 BMW X3 xDrive 30i for $649 per month and receive a loyalty credit of $1,500. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. It is hard not to love all this sunshine we've been getting. You got it. It's going to last for the rest of the work in school week. So the only complaints that I've heard were people who really like snow. And we don't have that in the forecast, at least not anytime soon. Sunshine for the remainder of the morning and through the afternoon. Daytime highs a little bit milder than yesterday, upper 40s to lower 50s. A chilly evening will give way to a cold overnight with clear skies. We're in the 20s to lower 30s early tomorrow morning. Sunshine tomorrow to start the day with added clouds during the afternoon. Temperatures will rise into the 50s. Winds will change from the south, and that's going to allow temperatures to warm even more by Friday. Highs then will be in the lower to middle 60s, and the same on Saturday, where we could be looking at record-challenging warmth. The record right now stands at 65 degrees at Dulles International Airport. We may get very close to that. At this hour, 30 in Springfield, 38 in the district, and 36 in Gaithersburg. The forecast brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Just ahead, good news if you like outdoor dining. 921.
An explosion in online services and platforms presents organizations with a very difficult task. How to be certain that someone is who they say they are online. If an individual is not physically in front of you holding a driver's license or other ID document, how can you be sure that they are who they claim to be or that they even exist? At iProve, our mission is to make the world a safer place using facial biometric technology. We enable organizations to maximize online security while protecting user privacy. Learn more at iProve.com. I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. When I set out to build our firm, it was built for greatness. It was built for you. For over 35 years, my mission has been to deliver more for our clients, to deliver more for you. Today, Morgan & Morgan has more offices, more staff, and more lawyers than any other injury firm in the world. If you or anyone in your family has been injured, call America's largest injury law firm. Call Morgan & Morgan. ForThePeople.com. Visit ForThePeople.com for an office near you. Hi, this is Jermaine Johnson, Regional President of PNC Bank. As a longtime member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade, PNC is proud to be the presenting sponsor of the 104th Midwinter Dinner on March 13th at the Washington National Cathedral. Join fellow leaders from business, government, and community partners at this very special black tie event. For more information on the Midwinter Dinner and to purchase tickets, go to BOT.org. That's BOT.org. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. You're listening to WTOP News. 923. What started for safety reasons in response to COVID will be allowed to continue in a northern Virginia county. Our Scott Gelman explains. Restaurants and bars in Fairfax County will permanently be allowed to set up temporary seating areas outside. It's an extension of the policy put in place during the pandemic. And many of the restaurants have made pretty substantial investments in making it a, you know, almost a four-season space. Eric Terry is president of the Virginia Restaurant Lodging and Travel Association. I think the outdoor dining has been a way to maybe draw in more customers to eat you know, in the restaurant. The rules allow restaurants to put tables and chairs outside every day, but they'll need approval if they want to use permanent outdoor furniture or set up in the parking lot. Customers kind of like that experience. It's a little bit different than, than, you know, the traditional, you know, sitting down at a restaurant. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. House Republicans are once again looking for answers on telework for federal employees. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. After what they say has been months without enough clarity, leaders on the Oversight and Accountability Committee are now turning to the Office of Management and Budget to get information on agencies' telework policies. The lawmakers say OMB should give them access to agencies' workplace environment plans, which detail how many feds are teleworking each day. They also want to know if there's been any resistance from employees when told to return to the office. The lawmakers say getting more data on telework is ultimately a question of agency performance. They gave OMB until February 14th to respond. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Sports at 25 and 55. Dave Preston, we're talking hockey or puppy bowl. You know what I'd I'd like to talk about the puppy bowl. Are you a Bark Purdy kind of guy or a Patrick Mabones kind of guy? I Gosh, how do you (laughs) deny Patrick Mabones just on on many levels? The underdog story of Bark Purdy. Wow. I'm going to write that one down for next hour. Capitals meeting Montreal. They were greeted with another early deficit. Capitals do win the faceoff here. I'll make you bell. Fourth line taken away.